Good morning, family. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. As we continue in pandemic mode, many of you have been asking when this will all be over or when we can meet together again. I wish I had an answer for you. I know it's not easy. Isolation isn't fun. You may even feel lonely today. I understand. And I want you to know that I'm praying for you, and I've been praying for you all along this journey. In this morning's gospel reading, we find the disciples wrestling with the news that Jesus will leave them. The disciples anticipate and fear the coming loneliness. Their separation from their friend Jesus will not be easy. They find themselves in a time of uncertainty. So let's hear what Jesus says to them in their fear and anxiety. These words are found in John chapter 14. Hear the word of the Lord. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have you ever been to a Jewish cemetery or seen a Jewish grave? Several years ago, I was in Arlington National Cemetery for a funeral. I noticed that on some of the grave markers, someone had placed a stone or a pebble. Upon closer investigation, I noticed that the headstones were marked with the Star of David, a sign that those were the graves of Jewish soldiers. It's not uncommon, I learned, for people to leave little rocks on the headstones of the Jewish graves. It's a wonderful little custom that tells others someone has been here to pray. It's a way of saying the deceased, the departed, is remembered. Their name has been spoken. They are not forgotten. It's a promise that both in life and in death, you are not alone. You will never be forgotten or alone. In our gospel passage this morning, Jesus speaks to his disciples in a time when death was in the forefront. He was about to die. He was on his way to the cross. Jesus was in the upper room. He was at the table with his disciples. And this was their last meal together before Jesus would be crucified. The disciples were about to lose him. 
And Jesus knows how traumatic, how devastating that would be for them. So Jesus made them a fantastic promise. But it's not just for the people sitting around the table that night. It's a promise for you and for me too. I will not leave you as orphans. Did you catch that? I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will send the Holy Spirit, and I will love you, and I will reveal myself to you. On the night before he died, Jesus gave his word. You will not be alone. You will not be forgotten. In every experience of life, you will not be alone. I, Jesus, will be with you. What a profoundly important promise Jesus makes to us. Did the disciples understand what Jesus said? Or why he said it? Would you have understood it? In time, the disciples would come to understand. Think about Mary, who was probably in the room that evening and heard Jesus' promise. A few days later, on Easter morning, she would go to the tomb of Jesus and meet a man who she thought was the gardener. But then he called her by name. It was Jesus. That's when Mary began to understand that she was not alone. Jesus had, in fact, come to her. She was not alone. She had not been abandoned. He lives, and now she lives. In the coming days, they all began to see that Jesus' incredible promise was coming true. The frightened disciples, hiding behind locked doors following the crucifixion, did not understand. Until Jesus suddenly appeared before them and showed them the wounds in his hands and feet, and then gave them his peace. They were not alone. He had not abandoned them. He lives, and they live. Days later, Peter and the others had spent the night fishing and caught nothing. Then Jesus came to them. As they ate breakfast together on the shore, the risen one talked to them by the fire. Do you love me, Peter? Jesus asked three times. Then feed my sheep. Jesus had not abandoned them. They were not alone. He lives, and they live. Paul, when his name was Saul, was on his way to persecute and arrest more Jesus followers. But he was struck down by a great light, and he heard a voice. It was Jesus, and Paul's whole life was changed. He was not abandoned. He was not alone. Christ lives and he lives. I will come to you, Jesus promised. You will live in me. I will send to you the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. 
I will not leave you as orphans. This is the promise Jesus made to them, and this is the promise he makes to you. I will not leave you orphaned. You will never be forgotten or alone. Do you realize what that means? He lives and we live. And no matter what happens in your life, Jesus is standing beside you. No matter where you go, he is there with you. No matter what you're feeling, Jesus feels it with you. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. We are never alone unless we decide to face life alone. Jesus will not leave us as orphans, but we can choose to be orphans. We can reject his love and his company. We choose to be orphans when we stop praying. We choose to be orphans every time we stop believing. We choose to be alone when we stop serving others. We choose to be alone when we choose to go it alone. When we stay selfish. When we say that God couldn't possibly love us. When we choose isolation, we choose to be orphans. We can retreat from life in faith. We can retreat from love. But that is not the life that Jesus envisions for us. Please don't choose that for yourself. The risen Christ is with you. He walks beside you every step of the way. I hope that news is comforting and empowering for you today. You are not alone. Let's pray. Good and gentle God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire through Jesus Christ our Lord. Again, Father, we pray for all those who are afflicted and affected by this pandemic. We pray for healing. We pray for strength. We pray for wisdom, for courage and comfort. Bless those who are separated from loved ones and friends. God, guide us with your wisdom. Help us in your mercy. Protect us with your strength. Fill us with your grace for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now, using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. 
Amen. Thanks again for joining me. We'll get through this. Don't let this pandemic rob you of your joy. With Jesus, we always, always, always have hope. Because God loves you no matter what. You have heard the gospel. It is for you. God is with you, and he is for you, not against you. Now receive these words of benediction today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. You are in the grip of the one to whom all of heaven and earth belongs. He will keep you. He will not let you go. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you with all of his favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.